You run a kid activity center, a gymnastics, ninja, urban, or cheer gym. Maybe it's a dance studio, swim school, martial arts dojo, or perhaps an educational preschool. You recognize you need some help growing your brand. You're wearing too many hats. It's time to make some changes. Let me help you increase student enrollments and retention while decreasing attrition. My name is Luke Stokes. Welcome to the Student River Podcast. Welcome back and thank you for joining us uh, for another episode of the Student River Podcast, a podcast that is totally solely devoted to helping you scale your brand, your business, your kids activity center. Most of the time we talk about very um, implementable, like that word, uh, very uh, strategic and tactical and uh, marketing and numbers and metrics. And we talk about things that are very tangible that you can implement and uh, execute on right away. And while the execution of, of it right away for our topic today is definitely still applicable, we're going to come at this from a little bit of a different angle. And I want to zoom out today and I want to talk to you, the leader. I want to talk about you, the leader, the person that's the head of the organization, the person that is leading the charge, that's carrying the torch, the person that's trying to impact your community. You know, the growth of your business, the growth of your brand is going to be in direct proportion to the growth of you as an individual. And so today, what I want to do is I want to break down a few things. I want to bring to the table some of the things that have tripped me up in the past. I want to bring to the table some of the things that I have seen others drop the ball on. And I want to talk about how improving yourself will directly influence your ability to scale your business. Okay. Now, before we get started today, um, I want to apologize. I'm battling a little bit of a head cold. So uh, if I sound a little bit different, if I'm uh, a little bit more melancholy, if you will, um, hopefully I don't sniff and sneeze into the microphone. But, you know, if you get an occasional cough, I apologize. But just know that's what's going on. Um, I, I don't feel like I'm coming with my same energy that I usually have. Um, but, uh, I still want to bring this to you because this topic is, it's a vital importance. And for some reason we, and I'm going to use the collective Royal, we, we all don't give the level of attention to our own personal growth that we should. In fact, sometimes, you know, people will even cringe, you know, at the thought of like, oh, I'm not into that woo woo, rah, rah personal growth, mumbo jumbo. Yeah. I mean, I get it. There's a lot of woo woo stuff out there. That's kind of weird, but the reality is, is that the quality of human being that you are does impact the quality of organization that you build. And if you're not willing to invest in yourself and become a better version of yourself, then ultimately there's there's no reason you should expect your business to grow. Now, certainly we can point to examples all over the place of people that aren't great individuals or aren't great humans, quote unquote, you know, without being judgy. Um, 
that have huge organizations or huge businesses or, you know, massive brands. And while there's still, you know, maybe some exceptions to that, you know, the standard is that the quality of leader will dictate the quality and the growth of the organization. And so it's something that if we're really trying to get serious about growing our businesses, about scaling our brands, it's something that we have to address. And it's not something that we just address kind of like we would address like, you know, learning a new language in our free time or, you know, kind of haphazardly or when it's convenient or this is something we have to do very intentionally. This is something that we have to do uh, on purpose, really, because otherwise um, it's going to kind of happen by default and by accident and by chance. And I don't know about you, but I don't, if I have control of it, I don't want to leave the growth of my organization to chance. Like if I can directly influence the direction that my organization goes, I want to have that that influence, right? So the growth of the leader directly influences the growth of the group. And, and when I say the growth of the leader, we're going to kind of break it down into four different parts here. Now, I've got a few different sections that we're going to talk about, but when we're talking about the growth of the leader, kind of generically, you can put it into a category of like leadership, management, organizational, people skills, okay? Kind of different categories of of some of the more soft skills and 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 intentional like growth skills like sales still falls into some of those categories right so um but these are these are skill sets like motivation like vision and empathy and love and grace and gratitude and teaching and empowering and delegation and sales and processes and negotiation and awareness and creativity and tact and risk, risk management, systems and patience, focus and kindness and service. Okay. These are skill sets that make you a better human being, that make you a better neighbor that make you a better father and a better coach, that make you a better parent and a a better spouse, a better friend, and yes, a better leader. And if we can take time to improve ourselves, we will impact not just the size of our organization, which is the purpose of this podcast, but without being cheesy, we'll impact the world. Because you can impact one person and that one person can impact another person and that person can impact another person. And before you know it, there's this ripple effect of of how you choosing to do the right thing of being the right person impacts those around you. But it's going to take intentional effort to grow. Like you have to put a a system, a process in place to to take ground in these areas. And I know this makes sense to you because you likely you got to the position that you're in because you were a coach of some kind, right? Or you had some sort of skill set that allowed you to... um, you know, impact a, a brand, a kid's activity center in, in, a, in a way. 
And if you want to improve, let's look at coaching. If you want to improve your skill sets as a coach, does that just happen? No, you read books and you watch videos and you attend seminars and you get intentional about learning new skill sets and new ways to teach and train and you know to do techniques and injury prevention and right it it all comes with an intentional effort of development well when we talk about skill sets as a leader as an organizational head chances are if i had to guess you're not treating it with that same level of intentionality you're you're going home and you're watching you know extreme home makeover is that even a show anymore you're going home and you're watching you know the news you're not you're reading the newspaper and while none of those things in and of themselves are wrong i don't mean to you know be judgy but are you putting that same level of energy into evolving yourself growth is going to come at your inconvenience it's not going to come at your convenience Becoming a better version of yourself is not a convenient pursuit. It doesn't happen by default. It doesn't just happen because you live next to a library. It doesn't happen through osmosis. Just because there's a ton of books in the building next to you doesn't mean that you know that's in them. You're going to have to actually go get them, study them, and then implement now, you don't have to be A-level talent across all these areas that I, that, I, that I mentioned. In other words, you don't have to be amazing at motivation and amazing at focus and kindness and service and sales and patience and delegating and processes and negotiations and empathy and love. You don't have to be A-level talent across all of them. It's not what a great leader is. <laughs> Maybe unless you're Jesus, right? Or, you know, some of the other great spiritual leaders out there. But it does mean that you have to be exceptional at some of them. You absolutely have to be world-class at some of them. Otherwise, the organization can't outgrow you. It just isn't possible. It, it, can't, it can't evolve beyond the quality of individual that you are as the leader. You're going to have to work, effort. You're going to have to effort into becoming a better version of yourself in multiple different areas. And then here's the other thing that I want to point out here is that all too often we hear, you know, focus on your weaknesses. You know, you're really weak in sales. You need to focus on sales. Well, can I be honest? Some of you shouldn't be in sales. You know that about yourself. You're not a good salesperson. So doubling down and focusing on sales when that's not a strength of yours, when that's not something that you like doing, that you have a natural bent to, you can't. Let's put it on a scale, right? On a scale of one to 10, where, are, where do you reside in these different areas of leadership growth, right? Right. You know, in motivation, are you a three or are you an eight? And keep in mind that 
with with the most amount of energy that you can get it, you're only going to be able to raise your level maybe one or two points. Okay, so you may go from, uh, you know, maybe you're a two in sales and you give it focused energy and you work really hard and you bump it to a four. You're still below average. So instead of doing that where you're focusing on your weaknesses, bring people around you that, that compensate for your weaknesses, that are opposites to you and instead focus on your strengths. Maybe you're exceptional at organization and details, or maybe you're really good at focus, or maybe you're really good at motivation and vision casting. Whatever it is, double down in those areas where you're really, really strong. And if you're a seven, eight, or nine, and you can move that two points, man, going from a seven to a nine, you go from, yeah, I'm pretty good to exceptional. Going from an eight to a 10, you go from really, really good to world-class. And that makes all the difference in the world. So instead of focusing on your weaknesses, focus on your strengths. Now, there's a little asterisk to this too, though, because I see I, I see both camps, right? And if you've done any personal development, personal growth, you've heard both camps, like focus on areas of weakness, focus on areas of strength. This is not a new topic to you. But the thing that I feel like gets omitted is that there's a few areas that you need to focus on regardless if you're the leader of the organization. For example, people skills in general. (laughs) You know, you may not, you know, there's some people that you'll be around that's like, they're just not people people. They're just not a people person. And you know what? If that's you, you either probably shouldn't be the leader of the organization or even if you suck at it, you need to give it effort. You're gonna... With with one small exception, the world is made up of other people. And if you're not focusing on becoming better with people, then you probably shouldn't be around them. So th- there is exceptions to this. And I don't want you to just blanketly say, well, you know, Luke said I should focus on my strengths and I'm really good at teaching But, you know, don't make me do small talk with the parents after class. Uh, It doesn't work that way. You you do need to be well-rounded in some areas. And dealing with people is one of those areas. Now, you don't have to be super motivational, right? You don't have to, you know, have amazing negotiation skills. You don't have to have amazing salesmanship. But there are a few areas where you must have passable skills. People skills is one of them. In my opinion, another area that's one of them is empathy, gratitude, kindness. These are ones that you have to, if you want people to buy into you, and I don't just mean staff, certainly part of it. If you want your community to buy into you, into your brand, into what it is that you're creating, into your environment and your philosophies and your staff. They've got to trust you. They've got to like you. People do business with you because they like you. They don't do business with you because you have 
you know, 19 gold medals and you have a phenomenal program and great instruction. And ultimately, the masses do business with you because they like you. You need to be a likable person. You need to be kind. (laughs) And if you're mean, people aren't going to join you. You need to be someone that people want to be around. And these are all areas that that you can focus energy on and intentionally grow. You can improve these areas of your life. You know, my my dad says something that that is truly what I feel very profound and that is that it's not the things that you think you are that hold you back in life. It's the things that you think you're not that hold you back in life. Well, I'm I'm not that kind of guy. I'm not this. I'm not a salesman. I'm I'm just not a nice person. I'm just not kind. I I just you know, I'm not I'm not very motivational. I'm not very rah-rah. I'm not I'm not this. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. If you live in that space where you're always justifying, you're always talking about what it is that you're not, that's what's holding you back. You're getting in your own way. You're preventing yourself from growing. So how can we approach growth? What is it that we can do? What types of attitudes do we need to have towards growth to be able to move forward? And I'm going to start with what I think is the absolute biggest piece of this whole thing because it is where most people fall short. You got to be willing to be honest with yourself. And while on the surface that sounds easy, it's truly not. You got to be willing to be honest with yourself about where you're at, where you want to go, and what's getting in your way of getting there. You must quit lying to yourself. And I promise you, there are some areas that you're lying to yourself about. Oh, I'm good enough here. I'm good enough there. That's not really a problem over there. That's not really an issue. They're lies. And the only way that you can grow, the only way that you can move forward, is for you to be honest where you're coming up short. And that's not easy uh, because it takes a certain level of awareness. Uh, It takes a certain level of humility. Uh, It takes a certain level of fortitude to then not only admit it, but then to take steps to address it and move forward. And it can be a bit scary because you haven't done it before. But if you find that you've reached a spot where your business is stuck and it's not growing, I encourage you to take a really serious look at yourself. Is there something that you're doing or not doing? Is there something that you should be coming that you need to leave behind 
Is there a new skill set that you need to acquire? Is there a bad habit you need to get rid of? Are there things that you're doing that you know you shouldn't be doing and yet you keep doing them? You got to be honest with yourself, guys. And I see this all too often where we're not willing to be honest with ourselves. I was I was talking with a potential client, somebody, you know, we'll call them a prospect at this point. Um, you know, prospect a lead, somebody that had inquired about our um, student generation services at Cascade Conversion. And I was on the phone with this guy. And one of my processes as I'm trying to evaluate whether or not um, a brand is a good fit for what we do is I like to test the awareness of the individual I'm speaking to, of the, of the owner. And I ask questions about uh, talk to me about your numbers, right? Talk to me about how many students you have, okay? Talk to me about how many students you'd like to have, okay? Now, tell me why you think that's not happening. Tell me why you think, you know, if you want to be at 1,000 and you're at 500, why are you not at 1,000? And what I'm, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to determine what their level of awareness is. Do they know what's really going on in their business? Do they really know what's holding them back? Because if they don't, it doesn't matter how many new students I drive to them, they're not going to stay. And so I was talking with this guy and I was asking him these types of questions. Talk to me about, you know, one of the, one of the first questions that I ask is, talk to me about why you're having this meeting with me today. Because you guys get hit up all the time by someone trying to sell you something. And this guy chose to reach out to me and set up an, a time to talk about our services. So I said, hey, talk to me about uh, why, you, um, why you decided to have this meeting today. And he was like, uh, I don't know. I was like, okay. Um, well, you contacted me to set this up like, why did you do that? Like, are are you looking for something? Are you looking to accomplish something? I I don't know. You, you're the one I'm talking to. You talk to me. Okay. All right. Let's let's go about this a little bit different. Tell me about how many students you have. We have about 300. Okay. Great. Um, and what's your capacity? Mm, probably about 500. Okay. Great. Um, what's what's getting in your way? What's preventing you from being at 500? I don't know. That's why I'm talking to you. Okay. So is there nothing getting in your way? Is it just time? Is it just a matter of, of time that is, that needs to transpire before, before we, before you get to those numbers? And he interrupted me and he said, you know what? Like, why are you asking me all these questions? Like, why don't you just tell me what you do and give me your pitch? And I sat back and I said, you know what? We're probably not a good fit for each other. And I actually disconnected and, and, and moved the other direction because this individual wasn't willing to have an honest conversation about what's actually going on in their business. And unless you're willing to have that honest conversation, that real conversation, it doesn't have to be with me, have it with yourself, have it with your spouse, have, have it with your right-hand person, your management team. You need to know what's holding you holding you back. 
And, you know, that can be a variety of things. Sometimes it's competition, right? You had new competitors move in. Sometimes it's, you know, um, the leader. And sometimes it's the curriculum. And sometimes it's, you know, I, I get all these different answers. You know, sometimes it's the time of year, or the season. And I get all these different answers from people. But, and I'm not saying one's right or not. And I'm not here to talk about all those reasons. But chances are, is that you're a big factor in the growth of your business in your ability to move forward. So you need to quit lying to yourself, guys. And you need to have, a, have an honest conversation with yourself about where you're currently at, your personal development, and how to move forward. And then from there, I need a drink of water. I'm sorry. Ooh, man, when you when you're uh, when you're not feeling your best, and you're got some sniffles, you just dry out quickly. And again, I apologize for not having the same level of energy that I usually bring. But this is a, a bit. The tone's a bit different in this conversation too. This isn't just a like a, okay, go do this and this, and then you're going to see some growth and let me evaluate your Facebook ads. This is a serious topic. This is about becoming a better version of yourself. And so I want you to give some serious thought to this, okay? So now once you, once you have an honest conversation with yourself about where you're currently at, you need to now choose an area that you're going to focus on. Don't try and focus on all these different areas. I want to be better at vision casting. I want to be better at, uh, you know, maybe more patient. I want to improve my negotiation skills, whatever it is. Don't try and do it all. Don't try and learn five languages at the same time. Choose a language, right? Don't try and learn German and, you know, Mandarin and Spanish all at the same time. Choose one. And then find ways to improve in that area. Now, what are these ways that you can find? So let's just say that you're wanting to be, you're wanting to improve your sales skills. You're good, but you could be better. You want to convert more people into enrollments that walk through your front doors. You're not converting well. Let's just say. Okay, you need to go find books, audios. That can be podcasts like this. That can be seminars on, you know, that 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 you download and listen to, um, you know, different types of things that you can watch, different documentaries, um, experiences, different seminars, you know, Tony Robbins. And, you know, there's there's so many different sales organizations. And you once you choose an area to focus on that, you're going to grow, be intentional to go out and find resources to help you grow because it's not going to happen by default. And then put effort into studying that material and finding it's it's a little tricky here because it's easy to just go read through a book and go, gosh, that was a great book. I got a lot of good things out of it. Instead of going, gosh, I got a lot of good things out of it, what I want you to do is I want you to read, listen, watch, attend with the intention of taking one thing that you can own 
and implement. Okay, now this isn't, because otherwise there's just going to be way too much. You're going to come back with 12 pages of notes or, you know, 14 underlines on each page that you read or, you know, whatever it might be. But unless you actually take that information and own it and implement it and put it into practice, it does you I won't say it does you no good because it absolutely still does you good because you're still feeding your brain good stuff. But it can do you so much more good, so much more good, <laughs> so much better, so much gooder. Uh, if if you if you go, okay, I'm going to take that one piece and this week, it's all I'm going to focus on. That one piece, that one piece, all I'm going to focus on this week is approaching everybody with a smile. That's it. That's all I'm going to do. This week, I'm just going to smile more, right? Or whatever that is that strikes you as that piece that you're going to take and you're going to implement into part of your life. Because if you don't implement this, if you don't, you can consume all of this information. You can watch all of these um you know, uh, seminars and you can attend all these experiences and you can listen to all these, you know, seminars and, you know, motivational things and you can read all these books. But if you're not taking that information and putting it into action, you're missing the boat. You're missing the point of why that book was written so that you actually do something with it. And then have grace for yourself. We're not perfect. We're going to make mistakes. And even with intention, even with our greatest efforts, that this week I'm going to approach everybody with a smile, you're going to find one hour in you've already forgotten. And that's okay because it's this is a new practice that you're trying to put in. This is a new energy. This is a new effort that you're trying to bring to this world that hasn't been done by you by default yet. And so consequently, it's not going to be a part of your makeup. And so you need to have grace for yourself that you're not going to be perfect and you're not just going to decide to smile with everybody and it's going to happen. You're going to be an hour in and you're going to realize that you that you dropped the ball already and that you have a scowl on your face and you just have to recognize it and put a smile back on your face. And an hour later, you're going to have a scowl on your face and you have to recognize it and put a smile on your face. And if you do this enough, if you commit to just being better today than you were yesterday, man, I did not smile all day, but you know what? I promise you, I smiled more today than I did yesterday than I did this whole last week. That's improvement. And that's all you can ask of yourself is to make positive steps. All you can ask for yourself is to make positive steps forward and to improve and to be better today than you were yesterday. You're getting in your own way. You're getting in your own way. The version of yourself that you are today is holding you back from creating the brand, the organization that you want to have. And you need to own the process just like you would if you were a coach, 
just like you would if you were a student. You need to become a student of leadership, of whatever it is the category that you're choosing to focus on. Choose to become a student again and move forward. And like I mentioned, this isn't going to be convenient. This isn't going to be, gosh, I've got all this time, you know, what should I focus on? You're going to be tired and you're going to be exhausted and you're not going to want to do it. And you're going to wish that you didn't have to. And you're going to find a hundred reasons to not. Your favorite show's on. Your team's playing this weekend. You know, whatever it is, it's not going to be convenient. Success is never, ever, ever, ever convenient. Luck. Luck can be convenient. But prolonged, sustainable, repeatable, predictable success is never, ever, ever convenient. It's going to be very inconvenient because you're now adding processes into your life of of instead of listening to NPR in in the car on the way to work you turn on a podcast that's designed to help you grow maybe it's the student river podcast maybe it's not i don't really care but choose something choose to do something today that makes you a better version of yourself today than you were yesterday that's the only way that you get out of your own way. Now, I want to talk about a few common traps here before I let you go. And this isn't a real long talk. Like, I don't need to beat this topic up. Um, you know, it's it's easy to get uh, very verbose about, oh, you know, all of this and sound professional and like be motivational. And like the reality is, is you just need to get honest with yourself, choose a topic that you want to improve at, and then focus on getting better and implement it. <laughs> okay, end of session, right? But here's a few common things that I see people get tripped up by. Trying to do everything. Okay? Now, trying to do everything can be categorized in a couple of ways. Trying to improve in all areas. Right, maybe you you get super committed. Maybe in some way this this podcast episode inspires you, and you're gonna go and you're going to become a better version of yourself, and you're gonna learn how to be motiv- more motivational and to organize things better. And here we go, and you start to try to do too much. You try and be everything to your organization. You try and focus on all these areas of growth. And the problem is, is it just creates overwhelm. You become average. You, you can't give enough dedicated energy to a specific topic, to a specific area to grow. Now, that can happen in the growth uh, way, meaning you know, you're trying to focus on too many areas, too many things that you're trying to grow in. But it also can happen in practicality in your business, trying to do too much. You're trying to be the front desk. You're also trying to be customer service. You're also trying to be the coach, the instructor. You're also trying to be the marketer. You're also trying to be the janitor and the leader and the manager 
and you know the counselor for you know uh, workplace drama and 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 you're trying to do it all and that is not the way to grow an organization you're getting in your way you can't do it all you can't be everything to everybody so not only is it trying to do too much as you pursue growth and as you add skill sets but it's trying to do too much in your business you can't do it all you can't be it all quit trying another thing that i see trip people up is the thing that got you here what i mean by that is you know we've been doing it this way for so long we saw such great ex- growth in the beginning because we were doing x y and z what we've been doing has got us to this place and it's a great place but it's not where we want to go ultimately we've been doing all these things and we got to 500 students we got to a thousand students and that's what got us to this place so we got to just keep doing this and most of the time can i be honest with you that's not accurate the things that got you to where you are at are not going to be the things that get you to where you want to go. It doesn't work that way. In actual tactics in your business, kind of like we talked about last episode with numbers, the same amount of marketing effort is only going to get you to a certain stage before you stall out because your retention isn't going to keep up with it. Then you're going to have to change. You're going to have to change your intensity. Okay. The same thing happens here, meaning... The person that you are, the skill sets that you brought to the table, the level of leadership that you had is going to take you to a certain point. It's going to allow you to grow a certain size of organization. But you're never going to get beyond that unless you change. Because the version that you are today does not have infinite upside. Right. I was going to say, wait a second. It absolutely has infinite upside. But it's not the person that you are today that has infinite upside. It is your opportunity to become a different person, to improve, to evolve, to reach a higher level of awareness that has infinite upside. Right? You can become a better version of yourself in anywhere, in any way that you want to give energy to and the things that you have done and the person that you have been to get you to this point will not get you to that next level it will get you to a level and maybe that next level it will get you to but it's not going to get you to the level beyond that so thinking that you just need to do more of what you've been doing is not always the answer The things that got you here will not get you there. You are going to have to change. Focusing on the wrong things is another thing that can can trip you up, right? Focusing on areas that you're weak. Or here's real common ones. Focusing on the urgent instead of the important. Focusing on the stuff that is screaming the loudest in your world versus the stuff that actually needs to be focused on to move things forward. 
it's easy to get caught up in the busyness of the day-to-day. Oh, I've got this email and I've got this response and I got this phone call and I've got this meeting and and to just get busy. But are you are you busy doing the right things? Are you busy doing the things that's actually going to move yourself forward, move your brand forward? Is it important? Not just is it urgent, is it important? And sometimes you have to lay down an urgent task for something that is truly foundationally important. Maybe you're focusing on the wrong things and you need to change your perception on what you should actually be focusing on. Time. Time's a huge excuse. It's a huge pitfall. Oh, I just don't have the time for this. I don't have time to read more books. I don't have time to attend a seminar. I don't have time to do this, become that. I'm maxed. I'm doing so much already. Well, you have a couple of options. One, be willing to be honest with yourself. Is that actually true? Hey, and I'm guilty of this as well. Super guilty. Super guilty. Because I... I love different TV shows and I love movies and I love listening to music. And it's easy to go, gosh, I don't have time to listen to more podcasts. Where am I going to fit that in? Well, where are you doing things that could be replaced? I'm not saying you have to get rid of it. I'm saying, do you need to listen to the news? ESPN Sports? Do you need to listen to NPR on the way to work? Could you listen to something else? Do you need to read the newspaper in the morning? Why don't you take 15 minutes and read a book? Right? If you want to be a a different version of yourself, if you want to be a better version of yourself, you can't make the same decisions that you've been making. It doesn't work that way. What's the definition of insanity? Doing the same things over and over and over and expecting a different result. Hello. You're going to have to change. You're going to have to find areas that you can alter. Different environments, different experiences, different patterns, different habits. I don't have time to read a book. I have zero downtime to read a book. All right, try this. Try taking public transportation instead of driving. One, you're going to do good for your planet. But two, you're going to have time sitting on a bus or a train or a subway. And you can read a book while that was taking place. Get creative. Like, do you really want to grow? Do you really want to take your brand to the next level? Then start being an adult. Do the same things that you'd expect of your kids, of your students, of your athletes. Be intentional. Find ways to be better. And then say no to things that don't deserve your energy. I realize it's not easy. I realize that the easy path is to keep doing what you're doing. No one said this was going to be easy. In fact, I think I said this was going to be the opposite. This is going to be inconvenient. 
Do you want to grow? I hope so. If you're listening to this podcast, my guess is yes. <laughs> Otherwise, you'd have turned me off a long time ago because I would have annoyed you going, who is this guy? But if you're still listening to me at this point, you know. Time to make some changes. Another another thing, which this is going to sound a little redundant with all you know, kind of the little rabbit trails I've been down, but not value not valuing growth is a common trap. And not just for you, not valuing growth for your team, not creating a culture around it. Remember, culture is created not just by what you try and implement but it's also by what you allow. What do you allow? What do you enforce? What do you promote? What are you what are you what are you creating? Do you, do you encourage your staff to grow? Because if they watch you grow and you become a better version, you're going to motivate them to grow. Build it into your culture that that we value growth here. Not only do we try and improve our skill sets as an instructor, but we try and improve our skill sets as a human, as a neighbor, as a parent, as a friend. It's time to grow. It's time to give it effort. It's time to take some intentional effort focus and put it in to growth. Let me know your thoughts here. I don't have anything else for you today. Let me know. I want to know, did this make any sense? Did this strike a nerve with you? Did this annoy you? (laughs) I want to know, like, what are you going to grow on? What are you going to choose to focus on? What are you going to, where are you going to level up? It's time to level up. If you want to be the leader of an organization, this is the game you've played. This is the game you've chosen to play. You've chosen to be an owner. As an owner, you have chosen to lead other people, like it or not. You've chosen to be the head of an organization. You've got people working for you. You've got parents watching you. You've got kids watching you. You owe it to all of them to be the best version of yourself. For them, for yourself, for your community, for your neighborhood, for your family. Let's grow. Thanks for joining me today. I really appreciate you. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you.